Hello, I'm Matthew Roberto, and I'm going to talk about why the story of Great Expectations isn't exactly amazing. Um, so, the story is mostly about Pip falling in love with Estella and having to deal with the fact that Estella doesn't love him back. And, yeah, unrequited love can make for a great story, and this and sad endings are amazing. Um... But when you really factor in the fact of the 600 pages to get there, and how Estella doesn't have that much to her personality other than her beauty, which really comes from the fact of Pip's shallowness, and it's amazing. Um, Estella's actually a really interesting character, with the fact of her kind of being like, oh, I was growing up in a horrible, like, nurturing environment to where Miss Havisham, the crazy old lady, always taught her to, like, hate. Like, there was no real, like, emotion in her growing up, so she's more of a shell of a person than an actual person. And it creates this, like, interesting facet of, like, why? Why is she so like this? And why Why did Miss Havisham want her to be like this? And Miss Havisham throughout the book has been a horrible, horrible person. Because she wanted uh, Estella to break Pip's heart. And I, I see where that was heading. And it did head there. It took a while. Um, to get to, like, Pip's heartbreak. But his heart was breaking kind of the entire story, and it never really... No one that, like, in the story realized it, which also made it not... It, It added a level to the story that was not needed for, like, no one to really notice. And, like... Throughout the different plot points that didn't really matter, it it kind of showed a lack of character to Pip, because he's more of a fool than a like actual character, and Pip Pip's all his whole characteristics are better suited for a side character than a main character. I I really don't like that whole foolish main character trope. Um. It also continues into the 1998 movie, uh, Great Expectations, because that was a modernized modernized um, version of the movie that didn't actually have a lot of, like, the similar, like, setting, because the U.S. is different than uh, England. Um, but it was around a, like, port town in Florida. And then going to New York instead of London. But Finn, because they changed his name from Pip to Finn for the movie, played by Ethan Hawke, wanted to become an artist in New York. And I feel like giving him a drive was a much better uh, idea than just having him fall in love with Estella. Because creating that also added depth to his character that wasn't exactly there in the movie 
or not movie, the book. So when you have that combined with Gwyneth Paltrow, best performance she's ever had, playing a cold-hearted, unrelatable character, very realistic for her. Um, it it doesn't fit with the actual book because the modernization, and this comes really into play with the whole. Oh, it was set in like the movie and the book were set almost two hundred years apart. And it kind of shows that you cannot have the original book in anywhere near today's society. Because the amount of uh, possible things to for that to actually have become, there are so many boundaries set by today's society that no one could actually do what Pip did and be able to just do it. You'd have to do other things to get there. And I think that is a huge point to his character. Now, yes, Pip did save the uh, convict at the beginning, and like that's how he did it. But it shows so much more that he also had a talent to get there in the movie. And I think that's what made the movie more enjoyable than the book. But both they had the same story and plot points to get there, which didn't actually make it great. Now, when you get to the more enjoyable South Park episode, um, season four, episode 14, called Pip, which explains the story of the British character that they have in the show, Pip. Um, I think it's a funny thing because they keep the characters the same age throughout the story, so eight years old. And I think it's funny because it's over-dramatizing the characters and having the crude humor that the other that the rest of the show has so all of the same jokes that they keep in the show are in this episode and it also they make jokes about oh if you just watch this episode you'll understand the cliff notes but it, but it's not um in the book miss havisham didn't spit acid and she didn't straight up say, I want to fuse my soul with Estella so I can break more men's heart. I, I, I don't think that any of it would have actually made the story great. But I think it made it more tolerable for today's society. Because when you do these things to actually have a heartbreaking story, you cannot have this outdated situation because i there's a huge lack of um connection that people can have when they don't feel like they could be in that situation and i think it really comes into play with pip because pip was raised as a blacksmith apprentice who who never really had stuff because he was poor but he was given all this money and it doesn't really come into play with anything he does. So having a humorous outlook on the story makes it so much better. And the book didn't live up to expectations, like Charlie Sheen says. Um, and it just creates this lack of entertainment while reading the 600 pages that it took to make. It, it's an overdrawn story, and it's romanticizing stuff that couldn't happen but could happen back then if needed to. I, I think having 
these things constantly shoved in our face undermines like every growth we have as a society because when you do these things and you romanticize it like these novels do you lose faith in like growth as a society for purposes of like having stuff where people could actually raise and make themselves better in a capitalist society by working for it instead of just being given it now that's not to say i agree with capitalism but it it undermines what we're trying to do and i think give like pip has some characteristics that are redeemable but he doesn't show it as much as he should I really think that he could have been written better, but I I think it was just a piece on the time period. So Great Expectations would have been better as a book to have read for enjoyment instead of for school, but I think if you're only reading it for enjoyment, I think it should be read as or read as a historical piece of oh, this is what people thought in that time period. So, is it worth the read? Maybe. It just really has to depend on would you like to actually read it.